You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to the Papa Rock and J-Pop Show. You already have the truth. The mission of this podcast is to speak biblical truth into today's most controversial topics like abortion, homosexuality, transgenderism, and more. We speak these truths in a spirit of love and from the viewpoint of God's holy word for which we shall not apologize. We're glad you're listening. And here we go. Hey, listeners, welcome to the Papa Rock and J-Pop show. You already have the truth. Pastor Jay, Randy, brothers. Good Good morning. morning, These are uh, co-founders of Wingman Nation. Uh, excited to be here doing this awesome podcast. This yes, is our, we are. This is our third uh, podcast on this new series. The uh, uh, it's actually the third on transgenderism, right. and uh, it's the third episode of the Papa Rock and J Pop Show. Yes. So Jay's going to be uh, sign languaging today. For those of you listening, <laughs> if you hear Randy talk in silence afterwards, figure it out. <laughs> so, well, man, I'll tell you what. This is uh, it's been a good series so far. We've got uh, we got people definitely listening yes. to this, and uh, we we know some people are liking it on our Facebook page, and we really want to push this. We we think yep. that these messages that we're sharing they're they're different. You're not going to hear this in in the um, in the normal course right. of your day, uh, so share it with your brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ, and uh, it should be a powerful powerful movement. So, uh, mm-hmm. transgenderism podcast number three, uh, and. Let's see. Randy's going to take it away. Yes, today. yes. Thank you, John. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Randy. Yeah. So good to see you. Just like the movie, A Few Good Men, we are uh, emphasizing the truth. You already have the truth. Yes. So today we're doing a number th- our third part three of our transgenderism, transgenderism, yes. transgenderism <laughs> uh, topic. And in the last our last podcast, we. Uh, we gave seven of the 11 conclusions based on the Bible concerning transgenderism. Let's recap. Yeah. One, the Bible only presents two, not multi-sexes. Number two, Jesus did affirm what Moses said in Genesis about the sexes. Number three, Jesus affirmed biblical marriage, not homosexuality, transgenderism, or adultery. Four, transgenderism runs counter to what God's word says. Number five, you are the sex you are born with. Regardless of how you feel, what your mind tells you, you're either male or female. That's it. Period. There are no other options. No other options. Uh, Even though the world is trying to tell us their options, the Bible always comes back to two. That's right. We're all about the truth, and the truth, we believe, is the biblical uh, definition of that. And so that's what we're emphasizing on our on our show. So, right. number six, each of us must battle wrong desires and deceptive desires. Number yes. seven, the Bible does specifically address, it does specifically address homosexuality, 
And transvestism. And I think that's important to note here because uh, a lot of people would say, well, Jesus never said anything about uh, transsexuals or homosexuality, Mm -hmm. but he did. He did. And it's very clear as we communicate that he he took a strong stand on this issue. Yes. You can exclude all you want from the Bible. Right. doesn't mean it's true. Exactly. Yes. So before we finish up the 11 conclusions based on the Bible, it's important to point out more about the genesis of this movement. So this article is from Hillsdale College. Many of you know who that is. I'm going to read an excerpt from it, and uh, then we'll have some discussions about it. But it Mm -hmm. says, It is clear from this and from other transgender scholarships that the transgender movement is inherently political. Yes. Its reconstruction of personal identity is meant to advance a collective political reconstruction or transformation. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Some trans activists even view their movement as the feature of, you ready for it? Marxism. There it is. In a collection of essays titled Transgender Marxism, activist writer Rosa Lee argues that trans people can serve I love this sentence, as the Mm. new vanguard of the proletariat promising to abolish heteronormativity in the same way that Orthodox Marxism promised to abolish capitalism. Yes. In a different era, Lee writes, Marxists spoke of the construction of a new socialist man as a crucial task in the broader process of socialist construction. Today... In a time of both rising fascism and emergent socialist movement, our challenge is transsexualizing our Marxism. Wow. Yeah. We should think of the project of transition to communism in our time, communization, as including the transition to new communist selves, new ways of being and relating to one another. This is the great project of trans, the transgender movement, to abolish the distinctions of man and women, to transgend the limitations established by God and nature, and mm-hmm. to connect the personal struggle of trans individuals to the political struggle to transform society in a radical way. Yes. So, in conclusion, the issue of transgenderism is not the issue. Deconstructing society is the issue. That's it. They were looking for a cause, and it could have been any cause, but they want to utilize what is a very sensitive issue, very controversial, and use it to plant their Marxist ideas. It all comes back to communism, guys. And uh, this has been in the making for years and years, whether Mm -hmm. it's in the public schools, the universities. It's this idea that uh, capitalism is bad, Mm -hmm. that there are no absolute truths, and, and they're utilizing this as the flashpoint to get across these ideas. Yes. Yes, and it's a, it's a distracting 
topic for it most is. people because it is an emotionally charged issue for a lot of people. Right. So as people are dealing with their emotions and, and, and what that's doing inside them, because everybody probably, most people have someone in their family or someone that they know that's struggling with homosexuality that's right. or the thoughts thereof. Yep. So it becomes personal. So this is a way to utilize that personal emotional stance to infiltrate our societal societal norms yes and distract us from what they're really doing with it which is the marxist communist plan it's exactly and and it's the perfect plan uh to get us like you said all emotional about an issue mm-hmm. while while undergirding this with these anti-god truths or anti-god lies i should say uh, that they they'll say are truth. truth. Yeah, right. They'll, they'll consider them truth, and they'll and, and they'll contradict. It's it's a small group, and they're very loud. Very but loud. You said, I think both of you said emotion. Yes, is the key because once they tie you in, oh, I feel so sorry for the way these mm. people are being treated. It's a feeling versus a fact. Right. Exactly. I mean, we are watching in, in our culture in America. Uh, things that are being said and done that we uh, never dreamed 10 years ago would be happening. Right. Uh, and I know this is for another uh, podcast, but uh, just like the issue of anti-Semitism, yeah. uh, we're, we're seeing that uh, be reborn in our, in our culture. And again, it doesn't matter what the issue is. It's to try to undergird uh, their belief that the family is bad, that men are bad, yeah. that that men are it's toxic masculinity, and on and on and on. And we and we need to move to Marxist communism. I mean, that, right, that's their plan ultimately, as they distract us with all of these other issues at, at the well, time. What's so. crazy is it doesn't work. Well, we already know that, but yeah. they don't care that it's they never don't care. worked. They don't care. That. I said the only places it has worked is in the minds of some college professor. You know, yeah. there's just no truth to this. But uh, I guess for them, any lie that's charged with emotion will do. Yep. Well, let's look at number eight uh, of these biblical truths. Christ, not your sexuality, must be your focus. You cannot be Christ-focused and sex-focused simultaneously. God's way or your way? God's way or the world's way? That's what we have to ask. Mm -hmm. To focus on Christ means to believe what he said, and he said it is male or female. And we see that uh, clearly in Matthew chapter 19. What we had said earlier in another podcast, that uh, uh, the idea is, rather than Jesus coming out and saying transgenderism is sin, no, he said, let's take it back from the beginning. Let's take it back to the garden. This is God's plan. This is God's way, is that there would be male and female, husband and wife. And anything that veers off of that is not biblical. Yeah, he was reaffirming true. the Old Testament. He was. I mean, the ways of God early on in creation. That That's exactly right. God has said who we are as human beings. 
So you get your eyes on Jesus, you look to Jesus, you you gaze on Jesus, and you let him always be your first resort, not your last resort. So you start with Jesus because you can never go wrong if you're sticking with Jesus Christ. So we would encourage you all, go back, especially in Matthew chapter 19, and reread what God's original plan was, because that is what Jesus said where we need to be. And if you're listening to this and you are struggling yourself internally with these emotions of, I don't know if I'm gay, I don't know if I want to trans, whatever it is, as Jay said, before you do anything societal or what they're talking about in the world, talk to Jesus, ask him to help you, ask him to show you the right way surrender to that. And you know what? If you don't believe that, just try it. Yes. He will open his arms and bring you in and help you and show you compassion so that you will understand what you're feeling and why. That's But you so have good. to give it a chance. You absolutely must because the world and Jesus cannot both be right. That's right. So you have to make that decision. Am I going to stand with Jesus or am I going to stand with the world? Because you cannot embrace both. Very good word. So number nine, you know, we, we, we must show compassion on those who identify as trans and we yeah. must show love towards them and, and, and try to do our best to help them. But right. we must absolutely display the love of Jesus to the trans community. But love isn't the same. I just want to be clear. Love isn't the same as being agreeable yes. or agreeableness. It's not right. the same. We love, we want to love all of the people no matter what they believe, but that doesn't mean we agree with right. the right. behavior, the thought process. That's you know, right. We we believe in the truth, and that, we're talking about we already have we the already truth. We already have the truth, and it's <clears throat> right there before us. Yes. And just because we disagree on something doesn't mean I don't love you. In fact, if I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. That's the way it should be. If I don't care about you, it doesn't matter. Right, right. In Matthew 15, 32, Jesus said, He called His disciples to Him and said, Feel compassion for the people, because yeah. they have remained with Me now three days and have nothing to eat, and do not want to, I, do, and I do not want to send them away hungry, for they might faint on the way. That's the heart of Jesus, yes. is that heart of compassion, that He, he feels our pain. He he understands what we're going through. Yeah, and this uh, the Matthew nine thirty six may even be a better uh, yeah. scripture. Seeing the people, he Jesus felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Yes, <clears throat> and if you're experiencing those kind of feelings where you're not you don't understand why you're feeling this way or that way, right. this is what Jesus is talking about. He's compassionate for you. So exactly. go to exactly. So if I, if I see what Jesus saw, I'm going to feel what Jesus felt. So we want to look through Jesus' eyes. Yes. So look at people through the eyes of Jesus Christ, and rather than being angry at them, you have love for them. You have compassion for them. That's the heart. And as we said, agreement 
is not the same as love or compassion. That's we right. seek to do whatever we can to get that person to Jesus as we're talking. Yes. It may be trauma in a person's life, like sexual abuse that triggers these wrong desires. Right. You know, we have to pray for them, love them, stand in the truth for them and with them. Mm-hmm. You know, some want attention. Some are crying out for acceptance. You know, regardless of where that acceptance comes from, right. we have to we have to stand with them and help them through the process. And Jesus being there always does help. That's exactly right. Good, good point. Let's think about number 10. The science doesn't match the rhetoric on the subject of transgenderism. Everybody can cite stories that are slanted. However, truth and science will not be in conflict. I was reading this article. It's the Institute for Research and Evaluation, IRE, published a review of the available medical and psychological literature, transgender research, five things every parent and policymaker should know under this transgender research. The Institute's primary focus has been on evaluating sex education programs, but with transgender ideology being taught in many schools, often through comprehensive sexuality education. They took time to analyze what the research really says about transgenderism. They note that this work is especially important given the exponential rise in the occurrence of gender confusion or gender dysphoria, also called transgender or gender nonconforming among young people worldwide, especially among, and get this, teenage girls. And you can see how they're using social media and every other Mm -hmm. means to try to undergird uh, their lies. Research evidence does not support medical intervention for gender-confused minors. That's one of the truths that Mm. came out of this study. Two, medical transition procedures have not been shown to reduce youth suicides. So that's not the answer. Number three, childhood gender dysphoria usually dissipates on its own by adulthood. So imagine if you allow your child to go through all of these gender changing surgeries, all to realize they've made a huge mistake. mistake. Mm -hmm. And mom and dad, that's where you have to step in. You have got to be the parent. You have got to be the authority here. And then number four, the dramatic increase in gender dysphoria in the past decade is likely being driven by social factors. And I would add that, especially social media. Mm -hmm. And then five, sex education for early elementary school children, including content about transgender ideology, has not been shown by scientific research to be beneficial. So that is what the science is saying. Science and scripture are consistent on this issue. So it comes back to fact or feeling. God's written word or an experience that you had. And what we're saying is go back to scripture. Go back to thus saith the Lord. 
That is our final authority for what is right and what is wrong. And there's actually even more studies, too, um, uh, scientific studies about uh, some people that have had gender changes or Mm -hmm. they're going through the transformation with, you know, uh, with drug therapy, hormonal therapy. Right. And more than 80% of them, after they've gone through it, have had feelings of, why did I do this? Mm. I'm not happy. I want to change back. And sometimes it's too late. Exactly. 80%. That's statistic, not from us here. That's an actual study you can look up. Exactly. I I have a personal experience with a uh, extended family member Mm -hmm. um, that transitioned from female to male who has got... Full beard, facial hair, yeah, bald, um, but still has the female voice. But here's here's the oddity of the thing: mm-hmm. she's in a relationship with another man. Go figure so that. She transitioned to be a man to be in a relationship with another man. Yeah. So, and on top of that, has health issues due to the treatment, yeah, due to the testosterone treatment. So. Uh, it, it's it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing I mean, it's like, and it's what? dangerous. What? It is dangerous. <clears throat> well, then to end up in sort of a heterosexual relationship. Right. <laughs> because she's really a female. Well, really right. A at the end right. of the day, just, I mean, right. so right. it's very... Exactly. It's very, so odd, so. Guys, go back to Scripture. Go back to what God said. Stick with what He said. And as you do that, that's where the freedom comes. That's where the joy comes. If your child is struggling with this issue or a grandchild is struggling with this issue, always take them back in love to God's word and appeal to them on the basis of God's truth. I mean, it is not too late for us to change things with this. But Christians, we've got to speak up. And it starts in our own homes. That's right. And number 11, and this may touch a nerve, but men don't belong in places for women. (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. Such as sports. And that's going to be another whole podcast for us, I can tell. And bathrooms. Stay out of a woman's bathroom. Why do you want to go in there as a man? That doesn't make any sense. Bathrooms that are designated for women. And women don't belong in places such as sports and bathrooms designated for men. Amen. You know? So, you know, why we're, 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 we are making a present-day application of, of all this, <clears throat> any true follower of Jesus would agree with this. That's exactly right. And it, Go ahead, Dave. I know. It, it just makes sense. You, you don't... You don't Go to a men's restroom if you're a woman, (laughs) you know, and vice versa. I mean, you just don't. And just because it might hurt somebody's feelings that we don't do that, I'm sorry, but it's still true. Yeah. And and like you said, you you can follow that back to biblical. Men are men, women are women, that's it. That's That's what God says. So as the name of our podcast talks about, we've just emphasized that you already have the truth. That's it. It's been here. It's God's truth. Amen. Fact. Amen. And we would encourage you, if you or someone you know is struggling with this issue, seek some help. Yes. You know, go go to your pastor, go to a counselor, 
go to some uh, resources that can help you understand what is going on. Because for many people, it could have been a childhood trauma that brought this on. It, it could have been an abandonment. And uh, it could have been uh, a uh, a tragedy that happened in that uh, in that yes. situation. So, uh, in love, share the truth. But whatever you do, open God's word because you already have yeah, the, the truth. truth on this, male and female. Amen. I know these are tough subjects to have to, uh, you know, grasp and to try to understand, but we must begin to look at the world through the lens of Scripture as opposed to looking at Scripture through the lens of the world. Yes. Uh, what does God say? We want to encourage you to reach out to other people about our podcast, encourage them to to listen, and get the word out about Papa Rock and, and J-Pop. But until next time... Papa Rock and J-Pop, out! The Papa Rock and J-Pop show is brought to you courtesy of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry. Check out wingmannation.com for our blog, the Wingman Men's Moment podcast, and great learning resources for men.